is up my fellow airheads have any of you i was just wondering had a night out drinking and the next day you're going through the five stages of grief with a degree in psychology i can confidently say that is exactly what happened to me this past weekend let me just lay it out for you real quick before we get into today's episode so as we all know stage one is denial I did indeed pretend as if this past weekend never happened. No, I didn't try and make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich at my friend's apartment by placing the bread face down on the stove. No, I never FaceTimed my entire contact list. You get the gist. Stage two comes anger. Like, why the fuck do I continue to day drink when I am absolutely certain of the inevitable outcomes and I absolutely can't stand blacking out it's literally the worst thing ever not knowing what you did not knowing what you said Ugh, can't even think about it and then stage three bargaining now this is where you try to regain your control over your life and this is where i started to think to myself wow if only i didn't chug that vodka red bull at the second stop of the booze bike tour that i went on and telling myself that basically i'm just never drinking again because that's you know the only rational way to think about it and then stage four depression we all know it we all hate it i literally couldn't get up from my bed all of the next day um it wasn't necessarily that i was hungover i was just completely isolating myself to my room and watching real housewives and just deciding that i was never going to come out and just not knowing how to move forward with my life at all and then finally stage five acceptance and I just knew, you know, everyone has made this common mistake, and yeah, it's embarrassing and humiliating and terrible. However, you just kind of have to laugh it off, enjoy the stories that came from it, and just never drink again. At least that is my solution. That is what I personally decided for myself. I just can't do it. My body can't handle it, and I'm just, I can't. Too many. Now that that's all over and done with, let's actually get into today's content. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I have been on great dates, average dates, and downright horrible dates, but I love a good story regardless of how my dates go. So based off of that, you can probably deduce that today's episode is about dating. However, not just dating in general, but first dates and i'm so 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 super excited to introduce my first guest ever of the podcast my beautiful wonderful loud crazy leo of a sister please welcome cc all right cecilia v hill would you please like to introduce yourself to the crowd of five (laughs) um hello i'm cc i am isabel's older sister I am a elementary school teacher. I'll be teaching fifth grade next year, and I'm also 23, almost 24. Yeah, so like really big, exciting stuff. So as Cece and I both know, um, meeting people is already weird and fucking strange as hell. However, it's it got weirder with COVID. Do you agree with that? Definitely, 100%. Yeah, I don't know about anyone listening, but I had a... I went on 23 first dates last year, and that's 
That's you counted? Lot. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I did because sometimes you forget. And, you know, if I ever get, like, dementia or something, I want my kids to look back on and be like, my mom. They'll look back on this. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, my mom, she, she was hot stuff. So that's just, that's how I feel about it. But Amazing. I mean, yeah, it's weird. And not only meeting people, like, just texting, like, that's already awkward, kind of. But mm-hmm. first dates, like, are the weirdest. I agree. I've had plenty weird first date slash encounters for sure yeah and as someone that personally fears commitment as we both know and anyone who knows me knows because I just you know I can't you can tell that from my last episode about my fight or flight mode being activated with everyone getting married um but when I moved to to a different state last summer I thought it was like the most ideal way to get to know people and meet people because of COVID, like, no one was in my office, really, and, or they were a lot older than me, so I really had to make do with what I had, which was Hinge. (laughs) I think if you're single, that's probably the best way, and this is for all my gals out there, if you move to any new place, definitely try and date, and the easiest way is through Hinge, Tinder, Bumble, whatever. I've personally been on a Bumble kick lately, um, and I can give you guys my pickup line tips in a little if Isabel's at all interested <laughs> we can we can end with pickup lines that'd be good definitely like, like, like a final signature signing off pickup line Ooh, that's a good one but yeah I don't know I, I couldn't agree more like especially after getting out of such a long relationship I didn't know how to get back into the game as I'm sure you know you were also in a five-year relationship which is so weird yeah we have like a weird we were both in five-year relationships with our high school sweethearts going into college and then got like either got broken up with or broke up with them out of college um exactly like we really we really didn't know what to do with ourselves yeah and after I ended my relationship I studied abroad and left the country for four months and I went on a lot of dates and met a lot of guys and that was the best way to just right get over it honestly and I think for me regrettably like I didn't continue dating. My date turned into another relationship, which, you know, is fine for whatever it was, but it's, you know, dating should be dating. I didn't, I shouldn't, I just feel bad. And we can talk about this too when I, when later into on into the podcast, but it is really hard to date without like any expectations being made on the end. And we'll, we'll talk about that. I agree. But yeah, so like we both, we both experienced like really, long relationships and then subsequent breakups and then just being thrown into totally independent lives not in our hometown not in our even our home state um you were in a different country so yeah Yeah. and mine was during a panini so I really had to (laughs) I don't know it's it's hard though I feel like when you go to a different place the way Isabel did it I really like because she not only met the dudes, once she went on, like, a second date with these guys, she made, like, friends with their friends. Mm-hmm. She liked their mothers. Oh, yeah. She did other things with them, and I kind of got in on it, and it, that was pretty funny. We can tell that story in a little bit. Oh, yeah. One guy's mom, I became so close with her that she literally, she would offer to drive me to the airport. She she would bring me dessert sometimes, so she was amazing, and even though, like, that guy didn't go anywhere, which, you know, was the plan. It wasn't ever supposed to go anywhere. Um, one guy had a boat. <laughs> that was fun for, like, lakes um, during the summer. 
and yeah you just got to utilize I met a lot of like girlfriends that I had during my time there and still have through the guys that I went on Mm -hmm. dates with because they would be like oh like you should come to my friend's party or whatever Mm -hmm. so utilize it take advantage of it that's what I say yeah you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes you're not only in it for the man you're in it for their connections at the end of the day so true that's such a good way to put it Mm mm-hmm So I want to get started off with various topics, and I think the most obvious one for this topic is what is the best first date you've been on thus far in your life? Oh my god. Um, oh, you're gonna have to let me think on that one. Okay, I mean, I can answer for myself. (laughs) Mine actually was last summer with the guy that I did end up dating. I just, I've never been on a date that was more spontaneous, and for me, like, at we all know I love to have fun. I don't really, I'm not an idle person. I don't like sitting around, especially on a date. Um, To me, that says a lot more about the guy (laughs) than it does about me. So yeah, I don't know. First, we had like an amazing conversation and we stayed at the, this restaurant that we met at basically for five hours, just talking and getting to know each other, which for me is the most important part of any date or relationship is the conversation. Because I'm not someone that's I mean, sure, like, yeah, I'm, I can get physically stimulated, I guess, but I'm someone that has to be mentally stimulated. So when someone can offer me valuable, insightful conversation, I I get a lot more from that. And also just my initial reaction, you know, you never know from, like, Hinge or dating profiles if they're catfishing you. Like, catfishing is a real thing. I feel like it's a little easier to tell nowadays when someone's really catfishing you. That's so true, but, like, he he didn't look good in photos so I really thought he was like average can I go in with this a little bit yeah but Uh, just on men in general Wait, but hold on and then he ended up like when I got there I kid you not my mouth literally dropped to the floor yeah see that's like like, best case scenario because here's the thing with men I feel like you can never go off the pictures a hundred percent you need to think about it like is there potential there based on the picture yeah and if there is or the profile. And if there is, then go from there. But if you're like, oh my god, he's into anime, cats, um, is five foot two. I mean, there's no undoing that. But <laughs> if he's making some good jokes, he maybe just needs a little haircut and some good clothing, we can work with that. Well, and I can totally agree with that because I, I've never really been a looks person. Like, sure, that's that's nice and all. I've always been a personality person. So if your personality piques my interest, then you pique my interest. It's really not about the looks. I can make do with the looks. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I feel it like... can't be, like, wretched. Can I say something that might be a little not, savage really fast? I'm not that About shallow. both of us. Both of our longest relationships were not based off of looks, period. Oh, both of ours weren't. It was more so based on how we were with the people we just connected really well with both of them um yeah that's what I have to say about that I a mean, lot of it's sh- it's not based off of looks for me anyways most of the time no and it, to me like first impression is everything but it also isn't because I don't know about you but I can get I don't actually I don't think I get nervous on first dates but I know guys who do or yeah. friends who do and that makes the experience a little bit difficult because that's not who you really are maybe you had a bad day maybe I don't know maybe your hands are sweating profusely and it's just awkward because it's a first date like you just that's really where you have to sweat it out yeah I feel like it depends on how my conversation has conversations have gone with that person 
and how spontaneous the first date is to equalize how I'm nervous, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. And I, like, and just to finish off what I was saying, like, on my date, like, it was spontaneous in the sense that it was just we had such a good time at dinner and at the restaurant. Such a good time even that I didn't eat. And I'm not, like, a huge eater to begin with, but I literally didn't touch my food at all because I was talking Yeah, you'd so at least much. try the food. Yeah. yeah, and to be fair, like, I don't think I've ever been nervous on a first date, and that first date, I was nervous. Like, I was jittery. I was spazzing. Mm. He kind of thought I was crazy, which, I mean, I get He told me that after. He was like, I kind of thought you were a little bit, you know, crazy, but it was kind of exciting. And I was like, oh, okay. But we didn't want to stop hanging out after the dinner so we were like oh like let's go get milkshakes and then we sat in the car like at sonic for a while just chatting and like laughing and then we like took a whole drive around olympia because i again like i didn't really know the area if y'all didn't know i lived in washington to olympia and it was at night and he was just he was so uninhibited too like he was singing casey musgraves in Mm -hmm. the car and i was just like this is hilarious. Like, the confidence really was what put me in. Because a lot of guys don't don't come off like that. I feel like one way a guy, let, a guy lets their guard down is when they sing in the car. Oh, my gosh, yes. That is so true. I feel like guys are so, like, <laughs> type of way when they meet a girl for the first time. They're reserved. They're so reserved or they want to come off, like, cool, calm, collected. And you're like... If I ever meet a guy that tells me that he's nervous on a first date, I'm like, done. Yeah. Same. Like, that's so cute. Yeah. Because I've always met guys that are like, I just go with the flow. Like, Ew. this is whatever. Like, but I have thought of my, my, um, it's a tie between my favorite first two dates, though. Okay. What, what are they? Are you done with your story, though? Yeah. My okay. I'm so. sorry. Um, so my first one was in college right after my relationship ended. It was. When I was studying abroad, actually, and it was the only official date that I went on because I had a lot of flings with guys when I was abroad, but this guy, I I was on Irish Tinder. Irish Tinder is different. European Tinder is very different. Any girl who ever has explored, did you ever, oh no, you were, no, you weren't in a relationship during quarantine, were you? The beginning? No, like literally a week before COVID hit. Did you do the, f- no wait, did you do the flight, um, no I never option on Tinder? No. Oh my god, I did that with so many places, but you could have seen the European Tinder. We should have done that. Anyway, um, I went on a date with this guy. I can't even remember what his name is right now, currently. Anyway, we met up at the pub that was near my dorm room, um, down the street, because I lived in Dublin, Ireland, and don't think I mentioned that. And we literally sat in this restaurant for three hours just talking. And my favorite moment of the entire day was when he just looked at me and said, I've just never seen someone smile the way you do. You have such an amazing smile. And I was like, oh, my God. And I actually blushed. I was like, what? I feel bad because I feel like if some guy said that to me, I would start laughing because I'm so tragic. (laughs) I would be like, no, and it made me nervous, but I I liked it. And he was a really good flirt. He was very low key. I said, is this going to be my study abroad romance? Am I going to have a Lizzie and Paulo moment? Like, this is what I wanted. But after that, he, I think he was more into hooking up. Ew. And it never happened. We just kissed. And it was pretty good. But after that, I was like, no, I'm good. And then my other favorite first date was my most recent one Mm -hmm. a few months ago. He is much older than I am. I'm 23. not that. He was like five years older. 
seven. I've talked to someone who's eight years older than me. Yeah. I mean, he's seven years older than me. But to be honest, I've always stayed in my age range, never younger. I don't go younger. Because men are just worse as you go younger. Um, really? I, I sometimes think it's the opposite. Like, the fact that some guys are, like, 35 and don't have a girlfriend either means a lot or really means they never matured and they're never going to. I agree. I feel like the way to actually go is divorce men. I've heard this on other podcasts, and it's usually, though, with older women, like women in their 30s. So for me, I've always gone for guys that are, like, 26, 27. But believe it or not, ladies, they are still in their f- fuckboy phase. And it's so true. fucking annoying. I, I, I'll I, tell you. I get it. So I met up with this guy, and he's 30. He yeah. also has a child. Oh. I've never done that either, and I never said I would. Because here's the thing that gives me red flags about men with children. And we both dated men in the military. Woo! And he was in the Navy, and he was about to, um, what is it, retire from it? Or? Oh, God. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. My boyfriend went to, we- my ex went to West Point. I should know this. Yeah, but anyway, he was about to get out of it. He was going into cybersecurity. We were talking about that. Our first date lasted 11 hours. That's crazy. We went from place to place. He never wanted it to end. We talked the whole time. See, that sounds just like mine. It was amazing. And then um, it was just a great first date, but I feel like it was two dates in one. And that's what technically made our second, almost third date, the next time we went out, less amusing. Like, Uh it just kind of faded from there. And I'm okay with that because... One thing about him is I feel like he needs someone to commit to him and commit to his kid quickly. And that's one thing that I really can't do with guys in the military. A little bit of red flag for me. Rookie is they They Rookie move mistake. very fast. And I'm not a girl who wants to move that fast. Yeah, I made that very clear at the beginning of mine. I was like, I don't even know if I want to be in a relationship. I delayed getting into it for like three months. He kept asking and I was like, I don't know. I'm just not ready. Like, I don't know what long distance would be like because I knew I was going to come back to Colorado and he was stationed up in Washington. So I was like, oh. So I feel like I definitely rushed into it for sure because I still just wasn't ready to date and I knew yeah. that, which is why but I had to end things. Mm-hmm. But also like, I have to, I have to even props though. Like the spontaneity, like you said for you kind of ended after the first for me it was just continuous like literally the next day Mm -hmm. because the next day he was like oh like come have dinner at my house and I actually had a date planned for the next day and with a guy that I had been talking to like for a while and we were finally going to meet up and I and I canceled on him because I had so much fun on the first date and so I went over to his house we had dinner and he made like drinks he was super nice and um obviously I stayed the night nothing happened but um, and then the next day I went back home and he was like, oh, like, come over and meet my friends. I was like, what the hell? But maybe that's also military too, like moving too fast. I just feel but like then like every day of the week he would be like, oh, like, let's go get ice cream. We would get ice cream and sit in the back of his truck and eat it. And it was fun. We'd watch like the sunset or like over the Puget Sound. And then sometimes, or he would, we went hiking at this like beautiful waterfall and he, took like photo like the coolest photos mm-hmm. ever so like the spontaneity oh we drove to portland literally five days after getting to know each other like we the spontaneity never ended eventually it did though yeah so i feel like things like spontaneity especially in the beginning phases of talking to someone or being in a relationship what they call the honeymoon phase per se oh my god yeah definitely I, fades i and never experienced a honeymoon phase until that and that's see i have i had before and to be honest with you all 
My only relationship slash long-term relationship was my five-year one. Mm-hmm. I have dated for the last, oh my gosh, going on to five years, which is crazy. Yeah, but like... But it's it's really helped me go into my 20s with a really good mindset of what I want and don't want mm-hmm. from men. And then another thing I would like to say is the last guy that I went out with, to backtrack a little bit... Yeah, that's backtracking. Um, just a little, because I forgot to say it. He gave me so many good vibes. We had a lot in common. I could see him hanging out with my friends. Oh, that's so important. And yeah, and then I could um I could see us like hanging out together. And I feel like that's where I went wrong. When I do that, I put the expectation on it. And I really need to just say the moment is great. I need to enjoy the moment. I can't go into, oh my god, how many days from now we're going to be driving to the car listening to the same type of music that we Start adding more pins to your wedding board on Pinterest. Yes. Oh my god. I'm I'm so glad. I I hate saying that women are crazy because I never want to add to that stereotype. No, and then I think we can say we're crazy in a... Okay, I feel like when women say they're crazy, it's different than when men say we're crazy. Okay, obviously, because when men say we're crazy, like, that's feeding the stereotype that women are over-emotional and just toxic, even Mm -hmm. though it's actually you being toxic just by saying that when we're actually just really good communicators. And we could have a whole episode on just that. But, like, to me, a crazy action that I'm glad I don't, I've never done is... Like, you go on one date with a guy, and you start thinking of what song you're going to dance for your wedding, or, like, some crazy Oh, see, shit. I never go that far. I just, one thing I tend to do is think of what's going to happen after this while I'm on the first date, and I really need to stop doing that, and I feel like the last person I went out with really taught me a good lesson on that, because the second time we went out, it was great, but I think the one thing that ruined it for me, though, to say this, the second time we went out, and I hadn't been from a first date to a second date in a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this was told you, but I have a lot of just first dates. I'm Obviously. a first date, I'm a first date gal because I, it takes a lot for me to want to go out with a person a second time. And I get stuck either in first date ghost or situationships, and but we'll, I've never We'll talk about that. We'll yes. talk about that. So let's keep going. What yeah. was your worst date? Because I have a oh, good one. Oh, God. Yeah, you go first again. Okay. Literally, it was the first date I ever went on when I moved. And it was with this guy, another guy who's in the military because I live next to a military base. So that was like every hinge profile was like military, military, military. So this was, he was in the Navy and he, and it was like, about I drove like an hour and a half to hang out with him which is sounds really dumb but I also was like this is a good opportunity for me to like drive around and explore Washington so I was like I'm gonna do it but literally within five minutes of getting there this man takes out his guitar and starts singing and I when I tell you (laughs) I never really knew what tone deaf was I thought I did I didn't. He started singing, like, really good country songs that I love, and now I can't listen to them. For example, he was singing, um... Wait, on his guitar? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God, I was so embarrassed. And li- I was just sitting there just blushing and not knowing what to do, and, ugh, I didn't... I But he had a cu- really cute dog, so I was able to kind of distract See, myself. See, sometimes the dogs will get you yeah. on dates. So, like, that's not horrible, but I've definitely had a what I call family emergency myself quite a few times where like I've been on a date and it's I just hate it or it's not going 
right, or I just know that that guy, I just don't want to expend any more of my time, I will pretend that my phone is buzzing, or I'll have, or text a friend, I'll be like, please call me and start, like, crying or, you know, something just to make, just to get out of the situation, so I, I call that the good old family emergency excuse because yeah. I have the funniest excuse story that has nothing to do with me and I'll tell it after my worst date story this is true but we gotta keep this under an hour <laughs> we could go minutes. on and on for I'll have to do multiple episodes because we always this, have too much to talk about this really could be a multi-parter so maybe we'll do, oh totally maybe we'll do a part two and I'll post it like next week or something yes and we could even do a whole episode also on dating in Colorado Ugh. Ugh. Gross. This yes. is why I want to leave. Me too. I hate this place. <laughs> we're so ready to leave. Anyway, and we're both from here and we're okay. ready to leave. Worst date, though. My worst date, it happened in, oh my gosh, um, December of 2020. I was on winter break and this guy matched with me on Tinder and he was really cute. He was 6'7" tall that's tall and he was mixed very cute he didn't he had a bald head but it was like a good bald head because he was tall that's what did it for me and so what happened was he texted me the next morning and said hey I'm not really doing anything today like can I bring coffee over to your place and like we can hang out and stuff Never let and them into so your home. I was like you know what I'll see where this goes so I said sure why not I got ready. Well, that sounds pretty innocent, though. Like, just he, coffee, bringing to Oh, yeah. But he Ubered over to my place. That's already weird. For one thing. He moved from Boston, so he didn't have a car. <gasps> he moved here with his brother, so he had to, like, Uber all the way over to my place. He said, and he showed up with no coffee. Uh, red flag. I said, oh, I said, oh, shit. I said, what did I just do? So he comes in very tall. I would have slammed the door in this man's face. But he ducked under the door. And so I let him in. That's funny. That's a good guy. I said, when you dunk under the door, I'll let you in. Reason enough. Um, And I've only seen one other guy do that. And that was a teacher that used to be at our high school. And I was like, yeah, I need a man that tall one day. Anyway, um, he came in. And when I tell you, this man smelled like straight up chemicals. Ew. He smelled like a science lab gone wrong. Like what I thought of was, oh my God, what I thought of was, do you remember in High School Musical, the first one, at the end of the movie where they where Vanessa Hudgens releases that chemical and everyone's like, oh my God, what is that yeah. smell? And then they go to the game. That is what Ew. I was thinking of that whole time. He just smelled. I was like, does this man own cologne? I'm Does he use good soap? Yeah. Is he using three-in-one body wash all over himself? We Jesus don't know Christ. these things. Because he has no hair. Yeah. So I have no idea. So anyway, he comes in. We're sitting down. He's like, what do you want to watch? This is where it goes. He doesn't so, want to talk to you? He we were to- talking, but, uh, like, we were, like, sitting on my... We, we talked for a while. But he started to get very touchy. He started, like, grabbing my arms, like, red flag, rubbing red flag. my hands, like, starting to touch my shoulders and, like, all this stuff. And I said, can I, have a, can I ask you a question? And he said what and I said is your love language physical touch and he said oh yeah it's my only one 100% and I said that ain't mine I'll tell you that and <laughs> Isabel's very prickly she's a prickly person she doesn't like being touched not even by me that much we don't even, I don't even really like love but we all know that you guys know that, yeah so but for me I don't mind it but I mind it if I don't know you Ew, yeah and it was weird and so I said and he was like oh my god your hands are so soft and like all this weird stuff and I was Ew. like 
I was like, mm-hmm. I mean, and true, so I kept pulling back a little bit. And anyway, he stayed over at my place for almost three hours. We did watch a movie, the whole movie. But <laughs> he kissed me with an open mouth. Uh, if you can't hear Open, came in open. And I said, Lord, why? And He's it, like a basking it shark. It wasn't that great. And then... If you guys don't know what a basking shark is, look it up. You won't regret it. Those things are so fucking scary. And, yeah, and he couldn't like keep his hands to himself the whole time I was very uncomfortable and he I said are you gonna get an uber home and he said well could do you mind actually giving me a ride back to my place and that's when I said oh lord this man oh no and so I said where is it and it was luckily in downtown Denver which kind of out of my way but I could make it work so I said you know what sure I'll give you a ride and I did Wow, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that, but good for you. You're a good Samaritan. But I have another question, <laughs> and this one, honestly, should the guy pay? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Ooh, I have so many thoughts on this. Okay, give me your top ten. <laughs> I, know said, you, I know you got ten Don't go off, because I know, oh, definitely. My first one is yes and no. Okay. <laughs> I think he should offer my red flag is when you're not even pulling out your card. Ooh, yeah. And also, one thing I always do, I don't know about you, I also always pull out my card. But if they put their card down first, I always say, do you want to split? And it's either or. They could say no or I got it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it doesn't give me red flags whether they say no or not. What gives me a red flag is if you never pull out your card. Bummy. No scrub. A scrub. I actually absolutely agree with that. I didn't know I did until you phrased it the mm-hmm. way you did. But, yeah, that's very true. I couldn't agree more. I think that um, the guy should definitely offer. But, I mean, I also don't mind. And we can talk about this in another episode. But, you know, when you're further on in your relationship, that's when shit should start becoming a little bit more oh, even. Oh, totally. So, and I'm okay with splitting on a first date, especially if the date didn't go that well. You're like, no, yeah. let me split this. And I think they get the cue from that, too, which is good because then you feel a little bit worse about ghosting them after. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I went on a date that you actually drove me to, which is funny. He like offer to pay for everything and I was like but I had gotten significantly more drinks than him because you know I had a DD and I was like oh no like I can cover it and I'll cover your last one or whatever so that yeah and I feel like it's good honestly we don't need to live in the olden days where no the gentleman's supposed to pay yes he's a gentleman if he offers to pay but it's also we're women we're independent if you make your own income be like I got this too yeah but I hate paying for oh totally if you're the type of girl that's like I'm gonna get a free dinner out of this you do you yeah like you do you 100% but for me it's only if they don't pull out the card and honestly every time they do yeah I'm selfish I don't care but I also look at what a guy does for a living when I swipe so do I I'm like okay what do you do therefore what is your income therefore could you even pay for this meal could I (laughs) wait can I ask a question for you? Oh, yeah. What are your red flag occupations? Oh, my God. This could be a whole episode. <laughs> I, I don't even know if I have time. Okay, I'll give I'll give my top three. Um, probably anything that involves 
fitness training. <laughs> like, is there a fitness trainer? Not only because, not only because I'm, like, the most unathletic human being, and I, they'd be like, oh, you gotta go to the gym with me. Uh, <laughs> that ain't happening. I had a guy. Get those gains. A guy literally asked me to go on a first date to the gym. That's when you run. Yeah. That's so, when you swipe left. I'll actually. Um, that unmatch I'll, for no reason. I'll only give that one. We, that's actually a good topic for later oh, on. Oh, totally. Oh, what's your other two? And then I want to say mine. Oh. Okay, okay. I think... Eh. Just say what they are. Oh, gosh. I No, you go. You okay, go. mine, number one, is... I'm sorry to say it, musician. <gasps> okay, actually, I agree with that. Because here's the thing. I think being a musician, unless you're John Mayer, yeah. it is a hobby. For sure. 100%. Or, it, or an artist. Oh, God, no. Uh, here's my thing. Unless I see your art being hung up in a gallery, it is over for me. I'm so sorry. But, and or also... a model. A no, male the, model. That's it. That's it. And you'll, unless you're in Calvin Klein, swipe left. Yeah, sorry. Unless unless you got those discounts from MK or something, <laughs> you ain't getting anything from me. No. I... And then another one for me... Oh, man. it. Oh, Entrepreneur. Oh, my God. Entrepreneur. When you say you own your own business and you live in your mother's basement, mm. it is time to go. I know. Like, I, it's not that we don't praise you for getting out there and doing your own thing. But, I mean, if you're trying to start a family eventually, that, that shit's difficult. Unless I, you're fucking, what's Kyle's last name from Summer House, if you guys watch Bravo. God, I can't remember his last but name. But it took him forever to get he to did. that place. I mean, and he also had a backup plan with the show. And me and Isabel could also go into a whole thing about Bravo he's shows, He's also a too. horrible person, so I wouldn't... He's a horrible person. But going on to a, a different topic, I've, I've noticed a lot of people or topics about this on TikTok about women or men drinking before a first date, like getting a few shots in and loosening up the inhibitions. What are your thoughts about that? Here's my thing. I feel like there's a big difference between loosening up and getting lit before a first date. I have had a guy show up drunk to a first date before. <gasps> And when I tell you it was done within the hour, good to go. I have personally don't drink before first dates because I usually drive to dates. And then if I need to leave the date in an Uber, so be it. But that's also kind of, you don't want to be that person. I just, when I meet up with guys on first dates, I like to just go out for a drink or two. My limit in any type of first date is just two drinks. Just because you never want to give off a bad impression of yourself either. But I don't like, I think instead of taking shots before a first date, I think you should maybe drink a claw, a truly, a glass of wine. I definitely don't agree with, I would never get drunk before a first date. I don't even really think I've ever had a drink, not before the first date. I'm like plenty of times, like Mm -hmm. before like my ex would come over, I'd be like, I'm gonna get crazy. (laughs) 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 And not, not for anything weird, but well, just to be weird, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. let's go do hood rat shit while I'm lit and you're sober. Yes. <laughs> like, that's really my intent for that. But, yeah, I definitely, I don't agree with that. But, it, you know, it sometimes helps because, like, I know mm-hmm. everyone suffers from some type of anxiety, especially totally. before a first date. And sometimes, like, I've done this multiple times and I'm guilty of this, especially in the past few months, that I will bail yeah. out of the anxiety. Mm-hmm. I've, I wanted to do that before, too, I, although I do give into it and I go. But my thing is, before you drink before our first date, I want everyone to think to themselves, will this hinder you or will this help you? Yeah. Because if you're taking a, just a one, 
a beer or a seltzer or whatever before a first date and you're like, you know what? I'm good to go. I feel a little bit better. But if you're pounding it, bro. And first impressions are everything. Like, let's be honest. Even if it's not who you actually are, mm-hmm. you definitely want to make a lasting impression. Because, like, yeah. you know, we're what? We're in, our, we're in our 20s, and we're still young. We have plenty of time. But people aren't dating to date anymore. People are mm-hmm. dating to marry. Like, you don't want to marry yeah. a drunk. Especially once you hit, you're done with college, you're dating to find your person, especially. Unless you're not, good for you. You go, do your thing. You go. But also, I think, honestly... And I've heard this on another podcast, Ashley, and I'll repeat it. I don't... You are never as fun when you're drunk as you seem you are. Yeah. Period. You, you always swear to yourself that you are fun, fun. funny, amazing. Flirty. Flirty. Like, mysterious. Right. Like, no, you you're need, none of those things. If you need alcohol to always have fun, then you're not an actually fun person. Oh, yes. And that's no, exactly what yeah. they said. And if you think you need alcohol to have fun, you need to talk to somebody. Yeah. Totally. And that's not, that's just being honest because I have been around a lot of people that are like that and it takes, and it can lead to issues. Like, let's be honest, like again, coming from a psych major, you want to notice those early signs early on. And I, like, I know for myself, like sometimes I can push it a little bit too hard and I really, like, I really think to myself, I'm like, is this really the route I want to be on? Yes. Even though it was just a minor thing, like. I don't ever want to get even close to going down that path. Yeah, I know some people who are fun, completely sober. And honestly, I just think the alcohol or whatever you're doing, it elevates it. Oh, yeah. Like, but you don't want to think like, oh, I'm better this way because I'm doing this. If you think that, no, 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 no. And you definitely don't want to be doing it before a first date because you will take it overboard. Exactly. Like, I literally have a birthday party this Friday, and I'm like, I don't even think I'm going to drink. But I know I'm still <laughs> going to have fun because I, I had such a crazy weekend, but I know I'm going to have fun regardless because I'm with my friends. and I'm Totally. And I'm totally, I'm, I'm totally fine sober too. But I have another question for you. What are the most... Ideal, well, like, what's the most ideal first date? Oh, because I have a lot of thoughts on this. Because I, again, this is a personal opinion because everyone's different, everyone has different moods and vibes and all that kind of stuff. But I have to go somewhere where I can talk to that person, so yeah, totally. But like, you know, going out to dinner is like fun and all. That's too serious. Well, it's actually not that fun, though. Like, I'd much rather go to, like, a Rockies or an Avs game, or I'd want to do mini golfing, like, something where I can be active Mm. while also having fun. I have something to say about that, though. Here's my thing. My go-to thing, like I said earlier, for first dates is just getting a drink. Mm -hmm. You can go in there, and you can go out of there. Worst comes to worst, you had a drink, and you're like, it was nice to meet you. Awesome, great. But the other thing is maybe you get two drinks and a snack yeah maybe it goes from there i personally feel that going to games or doing activities with a person save it for a second or third date See, i i love it for a first date or like an amusement park because i think not only do you get the opportunity to talk but i feel like you really actually get to know that person like if they're crazy competitive or you know just just weird oh, things like can that i say one thing on. about competitiveness if a guy has on his hinge profile that he's competitive about everything Swipe left. Leave him. Because that is the sign of maybe he's an only child. No, no. He's too attached to his mother. Or third, 
he's just a fuck boy yeah. all around. No, we don't need to do that. I would say, too, that, like, an ideal date would be going on a hike. But, again, I'm not active. I have asthma. And, and, all, and <laughs> she also... She has knee problems, I also, too. Yeah, I got, I got, a, I got, I got a, a backwards femur. I got a lot of issues. <laughs> however, however, I think that I also watch you know, crime, crime shows. I'm a total crime junkie. I'm a criminal minds fanatic. So when a guy's like, oh, like, let's go on a hike. I'm like, don't, you're going to Ted Bundy my ass right up in the I fucking Pikes Peak. I don't trust that. And honestly, here's another red flag for me on profiles. If I see in every picture that you're on a mountain or you're climbing something or you're just in nature and you say your favorite thing to do is ski, I have to swipe left. Sometimes. No matter how cute you are. Sometimes I feel like such a fraud because on my Hinge profile, there's a photo, there's this really cute active photo of me underneath a waterfall in Washington. And when guys specifically like that photo on my Hinge profile, they're liking I, it I for a reason. I can't match back with them because I'm like, everything I'm doing is a lie. And also, totally. that was like a super easy, like two mile hike. Yeah. But what are, I want to talk about topics. Like, what are totally Ooh. off. Like tips? No. Or just like in general? And topics, like, what are off, like, that are just off the table for you, you won't talk about. Okay. Because I have to say, I personally think no topic is off the table. I don't care if it's religion. I don't care if it's politics. Like I said, we're dating to marry. I don't want your surface level basic conversation. I want to know who you are. And I also want to pick up on your red flags as soon as possible. For example, just quick story, like the last date I was on with this guy that I've known for about a year, but it was the first time I ever met him in person. I straight up was like, tell me your family dynamics. <laughs> and he was like, he was really taken aback. He goes, oh, like, I didn't realize we, we were getting into that. And I was like, well, I can look, like, I like you. I've known you for a long time. And I'm not going to sit here and just, you know, do the casual, hey, how are you? What do you do? what are your hobbies? What do you like to do for fun? Like, fuck that. Absolutely fuck that. I agree with you and I don't agree with you. Here's my thing. I do not want to talk about your previous relationships on a first date. If you do, no, you're not over it. And I don't want to hear it. And I know you don't want to hear mine, period. I, I think that that is a thing for like a fourth or fifth date. If you get there. Yeah. Because I really don't give a shit about your ex-girlfriend. I really don't. Or how crazy she is. Or how she left you, broke up with you, broke your heart. And also, if I hear you say anything, just anything about your ex-girlfriend, I'm just assuming you're not over her. Yeah, I think that topic is fair. Exes should be off the table. And I I feel bad. I feel like such a hypocrite saying that because I definitely have done that before. I've done that before too. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's something. And, and I learned my lesson t- though. Yeah. Because people uncomfortable. The first date, and I'll say this for my girls that are, have been in long-term relationships. Be careful about how you are or how comfortable you are on the first day after the relationship, because the first one that I went on, Isabel and her ex-boyfriend actually spied on me on that date. Oh my god, that was so funny. And I talked about my ex, like, almost half of the time, and I didn't even realize it. Yeah. And he messaged me later, and he said, I thought, I see, you seem like a, such a nice per, a, such a nice girl, but I don't think you're over your ex. <gasps> and it had been, like, four months, and I was like, you know what? Five years, four months? You're totally right. I'm not. But thank you for telling me that. And he was honest. And I appreciate it. He was a cute guy. (gasps) We could have... Yeah. Because you could... That guy is a good communicator. And that shit's fucking hard to And what's amazing is the next girl he started going out on dates with, 
he start, he got into a relationship with her. Literally, yeah, that sucks. That that was a hindrance. Yeah, I definitely feel like I'm the catapult for guys to go into their next relationship. I'm weak. Okay. <laughs> so, let's talk about the ever so hard to find spark that so many people mm. talk about. Does it even exist because, you know, I've definitely Is that your a, question? I've definitely felt a spark with someone but I would never say it was love at first sight is that your question though yeah does the spark exist does any like what are your thoughts on that I think it does and it doesn't I feel like anything can be built upon if you really like the person yeah so I think people really I I totally agree with that because I Mm -hmm. think you can develop that with almost anyone who you have a basic connection with totally however I really think we need to stop searching for it especially on a first date it's like you'll yeah like no one again Mm. like you're seeing the best version of that person or the worst on the first date i don't even think you're seeing the best though but i think people put on a show for you on the they dress nice they want to tell you everything they want to but i think the best version is letting your guard down especially when it comes to men i don't think i see the best version of a man ever on a first date see i'm see this is the thing i think my ex did a really good job at putting on a really good show for me for a long time and then I but he did let his guard down a lot with you he did and that's when I started to realize I was like maybe that's not for me totally and my thing is I feel like when it comes to the spark thing again don't go into a first date with expectations of any kind but if you're like I like all these things about that person but I don't know if the connection's there that doesn't mean you run away It means you go, you build upon it, see what's there. It's not to say lower your expectations. That's totally not what you're saying. But if you actually say, I like this and this and this more than you dislike something, just go with your gut. If you learn anything from this podcast, there's two things you should know. Relationships require work, okay? It's not an easy, smooth sailing type of boat that you're looking for. Not to mention the other rule is, don't settle. Like, you don't have to, like, yeah, they take work, but if it's too much for you, then yeah, of course, don't settle. But Mm -hmm. also know at the end of the day that it's never going to be this perfect, flawless thing. In fact, it it probably gets worse as you date longer, but that's Mm -hmm. also because you're, it's, I call, I call it the acceptance, like, pathway. You're you're accepting And I feel like with relationships, if you're building upon it, you'll fall into it anyway. I don't think it really matters. Like, However, if you meet someone and you're like, no. definite no. Yeah. Of course not. Don't make it Your work. friends are like, well, maybe you could like these things about no. him because he's really good looking. No, I'm sorry. If I'm going to date a guy just because he's good looking, I might as well just hook up with him and call it done. That's it. Oh. Like, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, So that leads into another mm-hmm. thing that I have. Okay. <laughs> I have, I do have thoughts on this. And I know a lot of people are going to have a lot of opinions on this. But... First night, one night stands. Like, this is the first time you've ever met someone. You and I both have talked about this extensively. I personally think, you know, again, your body, your choice, you have every right to do with it with what you want to do. Me, personally, I, I couldn't do that. One, because I'm awkward as hell. So you're talking about just hooking up on the first date? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm awkward as hell. Like, the most I can do is maybe, like, a kiss or a hug. And even a kiss for me is like, huh? And I, I don't know, I have a lot of trust issues so I just I can't give myself away emotionally or physically it takes a lot of work so I also am terrified of 
of, t- of getting like an STD. I just don't trust men. Yeah, I don't you, trust men. You have very different issues than I do. Yeah. My thing is, I, again, I do not judge your body or choice. I've gone either or on this, and I'll be totally transparent, mm-hmm. 100% honest with y'all. Um, when you're on a first date, you can automatically tell where the direction is going and what they're there for, first of all. Oh, so true. If, and also, you know, based on what you're doing. Um, I have and haven't, but also I don't think there's anything wrong with it, in my opinion, because if you know it's not going anywhere, but maybe you could get something good out of it, like say the physical I say go for it. And I I have got to say, I ha- I am friends with people that are in relationships with people they slept with on the first date. Yeah, and, like, I, I totally understand that. I just, I just know for me personally, like, no disrespect to anyone else who does this. I just know that I wouldn't, one, have the balls to do that. And yeah. And, two, I'm just so terrified of other people and don't trust anyone. Yeah, it's really hard when you don't know the person. I feel like when you're into it, you're into it. Um, protection, 100%. Oh, definitely yeah. use protection. Do not go, um, do the other route. Yes. Yes, exactly. But the other thing is, I, w- I would just like to say, and you can agree to disagree, okay. I would like to say, can we take away the stereotype that if you slept with someone on the first date, why is it always the girl who gave it up? See, that could, again, that could be a whole nother podcast episode podcast episode but it is never the girl who gave it up first of all both of you gave it up yeah it's and does mutual... it really matter if both of you wanted it if it's mutual yeah. at the end of the day who cares exactly i mean obviously when there's there just has there always needs to be consent involved we all know that on this podcast totally so consent is required yes um, but if you're both into it go for it no and i get that mm-hmm. so Ooh, let's let's talk about expectations. I know we kind of talked about this earlier, so this may be like a short snippet. But for me, I go into dates with zero expectations. As you should. Yeah. I, I think some people go in there, they're like, yeah. this guy is so hot. Like, he's going to be the father of my children. First of all, what? <laughs> you know what we should do at the end of this is also go into what our... Um, Oh my gosh, our hinge profiles and what our prompts See, say. I think we could talk about hinge though on another podcast. We totally episode. can, for sure. My thing is, okay, so back to expectations. Sorry, I just thought of that. But like I said earlier, I agree with Isabel, zero expectations. I personally just have an illness, <laughs> mental illness. Mental illness. And it, where I, if I'm talking to a person for longer than a week, I will think about how you are in person and what we will do. And it's, like, the worst See, thing ever. yeah, you don't do and it after I, a first date or before a first and date. And I've, I've erased that but <clears throat> before a first date thing. But when I sometimes when I'm in the moment, my ADHD brain is like, let's think about how they gonna are going to be after this. Well, that's When true. you're in the moment. And, and we're all it's overthinkers. A, it's a sickness. And I am, I am guilty of overthinking. All of us. And are. I'm not putting a high expectation, like... I never go to marriage, ever, ever, ever. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. No. But also, and another thing I would say for topics is if a guy ever mentions kids or marriage on the first date, I don't know about that. I don't know. I've, I personally, I've never experienced that. I make jokes about both of those topics, but I don't, like, seriously talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I think unless they have kids, like the last guy I went out with, obviously he's going to mention his kid on the first date. And but he should. You don't want to be five minutes yeah. in and be like, hey, um, I actually have a child. 
Yeah, and on most dating profiles, that's a red flag. If on a dating profile they say that it says that they want kids or don't have kids, but then you find out on the date that they do, no, they're already hiding some shit from you. That's something that you you shouldn't hide. You need to be upfront about something like that. No, I totally agree. And then I guess, I don't know, the last topic I have is ghosting after a bad first date because we're all either victims to this or you've done it yeah we've everyone's done it it at least once and i i don't know my opinion is whether it's me on the receiving end or someone else on the other end just be honest like don't lead people on like why is our generation so we're already bad at communicating you should never mess with people's emotions yes i think you okay it's one thing to be from on the receiving end and be ghosted. You think of how you're feeling. Why would you do that to another person? Right. Because my thing is, is like, I'm totally up front if I actually, if they're contacting me after the date and it's not going to work out. I just say, hey, I really like you. I think you're a great person, but I don't think this is going to go anywhere. And it's, I, I couldn't agree more. Again, there's, you can be really nice and cool about it. And as long as you're honest up front, I think people are really mm-hmm. understanding and yeah, it may sting, but it's not going to hurt. And totally. that's important. But yeah, I have to say, and I, this happened to me a lot last summer. Um, and we need to also I, talk about what to do when you get ghosted. Yeah, that's, again, mm-hmm. thank you for all these ideas that you're, give, that you're giving away <laughs> to my free. listeners. For free. Anyways, don't y'all be cheating off of this. But it sucks because sometimes I want to ghost people romantically, but I still want to be best friends with them. So, like, for example, this happened to me last summer. I went to a brewery with this a guy, and we sat there forever just talking, and he just wasn't my type romantically but we had such a good time but obviously he was into me and like we were listening to blink 182 in his car which is funny because the topic of this is first date Mm -hmm. and um he leaned in for a kiss and I totally cheeked him but I felt so bad because I kept wanting to hang out with him so I just kept it going yeah and I I couldn't figure out how to phrase to the poor man that I was like I want to be your friend can we also just get rid of the thing that just because you go out on a date with someone, that's the only expectation you should have. Mm-hmm. Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be, be friends? friends? Why can't we be friends? I can name about five guys I've gone on dates with that I could totally be friends with. No, and like, thank God, thank God, I'm actually still friends with that guy to this day. Yeah, so. and that's great. For me, let's just, if it's not working out the way you thought or you're not attracted, no. why can't we be friends? If you actually get along with the person, why the hell not? Yeah, I definitely think there's, again, it, that goes back to expectations. Why do we have to have the romantic, romantic yes. expectations? And I feel like with guys, sometimes they are very butthurt oh, totally. or they, um, if you did, or if they weren't into you, they'll ghost you. And some guys can be brutal with that. Some and girls can be too. And by totally. girls, I mean myself. I can be too. <laughs> totally. For me, I've I've had it happen to me and I've done it to other people, as most people have. But when a guy does it to me, I have learned to just stop taking it personally. Because I've oh, heard this yeah. before. At the end of the day, why would I ever be into someone who does that shit, first of all? Second of all isn't into me well one and i think this reflects gemini and leo energy um i'm not gonna give a shit about your oh and i'm a leo too they know that i said that oh but (laughs) 
I'm not going to give a shit about what you think about me or what your opinion is if yes. I've only met you once. Because clearly, totally. I don't know you and you don't know me. So because they don't know you. And you, then, If you come at me sideways, um, don't expect me to get hurt by it. Yeah. I really, like, but that's also where some people can take it kind of personally. It was like, well, why would they ghost me? They don't even know me. Exactly. They don't know you. So, so don't take it. Don't take it to heart. Because I, the second to last guy I went out with, he, um, we went out, um, it was a pretty good first date. I don't know if I would have gone out with him again, but the next day I saw on Hinge that he unmatched me. I'm weak. But he kept me on Snapchat. Men are trash. Can I just say like, what the fuck? And then I, and then I was talking to my roommate about this, who's also my best friend. And she said, why are you even taking this personally? She's like, he unmatched you, but he's still watching your Snapchat stories. We know where his head is at. Insecurity. Insecurity. And it came from a lot of other things that probably did happen on the first date. Yeah. And she's like, dude, don't take that to heart. And plus, he's not even worth your time or energy. No. And again, like, unless I've created an established relationship with someone, anything that's said about me or to me, okay, it doesn't phase. It just really doesn't. Totally. Unless you're some, Unless you're an integral part of my life. But, very last topic of the evening, I'm glad it, we could treat you guys to an hour-long episode. Hopefully this will... Sorry! Be, <laughs> hopefully this will be happening more. Um, but, I just want to talk about what are your thoughts about kissing or hugging after the first date? Because I Ooh. literally... I fear, I fear that the entire... I, that's all I'm thinking about the whole first date. Kissing I'm like, them? If they're going to make a move on me, because sometimes, you know, there's... I don't know. I had, like, I have gaps usually between dates. Sometimes, sometimes I don't. It depends on the week. Mm. But, like, I get really nervous um, just because I never know if it's going to be bad. Like, I don't want anyone's mouth on my mouth if it's going to be bad. I've had good and bad experiences with that. For me, um, I'm a hugger when I meet you. I'll give you a hug when I meet you. Okay, but what if someone side hugs you? Because guys do that a lot. I've had a guy not hug me, side hug me, and full hug me. I'm weird if you don't do anything when I yeah, meet you. Like, if, also, if you give me a handshake, it's over. <laughs> or, I can't. Or a fist bump. Do If you give me a high five, I am running in the oh, other sorry. direction. If you give me a high five, I think you're a psychopath. I think that's um, so funny. That is just tragic. And I don't know who told you that was a good idea. No. But Honestly, I'm, that, I'm that, a hugger, If a guy personally. gave me, like, a fist bump after a first date, I think he would be my soulmate. <laughs> Because that's, like, the least intimate touching there could possibly be, and I'm so for that. For me, I remember this one time I went on a date with a guy, and he fist-bumped me after we, like, both agreed on something, and I said, I could do that, for sure. That's or such a vibe. my thing is if a guy is supporting me in my moment, like, say we're playing beer pong or um, cornhole or something, and I make it, and maybe he didn't the first time, but he, if he's pissed and not giving you a high-five or a fist-bump after that, mm-mm. I don't know. No. That's also, the overly competitive about everything, dude. I also feel bad because I, guys, I the expectation is always on them to make the first move. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I like to switch shit up and I'm like, surprise, bitch. And I make the first move. Like kissing or hugging? Kissing. Oh, wow. If, but I have to be really into them. Maybe that's a move. It is I don't know. Move. For me. Because it kind of freaks them out and they're like, whoa. I've been told. I kind of like that, though. It keeps them on their toes. It does. Yeah. I, mean, I really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to build my confidence up oh, for the moment. Oh, me too. If I have a few drinks in me, I might be into it. For it's sure. not even. See, I don't have to drink. I'll just be like, I the 
instinct and impulse in me takes over and I'm just like, I don't think this has ever happened to you because I know you, obviously, known you my whole life, but I have been told by a lot of guys that I thought I had great first dates with that I'm intimidating. Oh, really? Actually, that makes a lot of sense. You kind of have RBF. I have severe RBF, but when I'm having a good conversation with you, the RBF isn't in play. So what I'm wondering is like, why do they think I don't like them the whole time? What am I doing wrong? Maybe they think your laugh is fake. But also, my roommate made a good point. She's like, but were you really into them? That's so fair. And I was like, actually, no. Especially like, again, if you haven't been in a relationship in a long time, it's like every date, you're just waiting and wondering if it's gonna be the person yeah for me I stopped thinking that a long time ago but because when you're dating you're just dating you have to date to date but um yeah for kissing I have never made the first move on that I've been on guys where we don't kiss at all on a first date we hook up on a first date or we just kiss but if they're a bad kisser it's a no for me one time a guy if a guy's a bad kisser I won't go out with him again uh, yeah, that's kind of a deal breaker. It's a deal breaker. I, I and I have never gotten bad reviews on my end, so I, um, I know that it's the other person. I almost outed someone on here real fast. I'm not gonna out them, but I almost did. So you're lucky if you're listening to this, even though you don't know who you are. But you're lucky. Yeah, bad. Yeah, that says a lot. I think, and it's weird because I've known guys with a. I've kissed many a man in my life. Same. And I know a lot of guys who have like crazy um what are the like crazy body counts or whatever like they're total hoes and they've told you your body their body count yes ew i don't know guys just feel (gasps) with me that's another thing i call it the isabel effect however they're typically the worst kissers that makes so much sense. It does. Like, of course you would jump straight to something because you know you're bad at the one thing that leads up to it. Or or you feel so confident in yourself that, or you think you're so hot that even if, that you don't even think you're a bad kisser, you just think that what you're doing is correct. Yeah. Can I just say this? Anyone can have a high body count? That means nothing to me. It says a lot about you. Well. But also, I don't judge because I, I have a pretty small one in my opinion, but... I also don't think I would ever judge a guy based on that. Not even if it was if in I, the hundreds. Oh God, that's that's just something different. If I if I See, met a guy that was in like the twenties or thirties, I'd be like, so what were you doing in your life during that time? What were your priorities? What were you looking for? Were you in college? Like, what's the vibe? I just I knew guys like that in high schools, and they, that's disgusting. People who are listening to this probably know who I'm talking about. But no, that's tragic, and I, they're probably lying. Exactly. But yeah, so those are all the topics that we have time to cover today. I don't want to, I don't know, talk your guys' ears off, but there'll be more episodes to come with the lovely Cecilia, so keep an eye out for those. I hope you guys enjoy this one. Definitely leave us um, suggestions, even though Cece left us enough I'm in so sorry. the podcast. I'm, my ADHD brain goes straight to other ideas when I we're know. already talking about it's stuff. It's okay. I'm scatterbrained. But anyways, um, I love you, my crazy airheads. That's what I've decided to call my fan base of five because amazing. I am an airhead sometimes. Me too, and I'm a part of her fan base. Exactly. So. <laughs> so thank you so much. Of course. Thank you so much for having me on, and hopefully I'll be on more in the future. Exactly. So until then, it's Ginger Spice and, and everything, everything nice. nice. Wow, that was cute.